In Habakkuk 2 verse 14, the prophet by the Holy Spirit gave prophecies that are very relevant to the times we live in today. The evils and darkness covering the earth makes it seem like there is no hope but actually there is hope. Where lies hope? Hope lies in the knowledge of the glory of God which is the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Things are bound to change when Jesus is revealed and known by many. Through the platform of Pluru, God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna reveals Jesus in his teachings. Be blessed as you listen to this series, Understanding the Finished Work of Christ. Work is that also? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, let me see the 22nd one, and we have 31 to go. So we are getting there gradually. Amen. We trust God that um, we'll be able to do much before the year ends. Um, but if we don't finish this year, we continue. It's not syllabus that we have to finish in the term. Amen. Amen. We are just enjoying God. And we enjoy the revelation of His word. Amen to Jesus. Well, I see we understood that. Um, Four Sundays ago, that Jesus came to give us the spirit of adoption, and we have been studying on the spirit of adoption. We have been going to depths and understandings and dimensions in this study, and I believe God that we'll be getting blessed. And uh, please, if you've not, if you're not, uh, you not listened to the previous teachings, by the grace of God, you're already on our, our online radio on Grace Life Kobe, Amen. You can get it on Spotify, Anchor Radio, Breaker, Google Podcast. It's there for you, so you can go and listen to the previous teaching. Jesus came to give the spirit of adoption, and all the teachings on the sign of the book of Christ are all there. You can go there and get blessed, Amen, to Jesus. All right, today we are going to be continuing on Jesus came to give the spirit of adoption, Amen. And today we are going to be understanding the operations of the spirit of adoption in the stages of sonship. It's a sentence, it's also, but that's the best way I can make it understandable. The operations of the spirit of adoption in the stages of sonship. Amen. Sonship is a very important subject in the Christian faith. One of the reasons why the Christian faith is losing its, its um, let me use the word, its influence um, by the day is because we don't understand who we are. The moment we understand who we are, our influence begins to gain more grounds. Amen to Jesus. Um, God did not send Jesus to die. It's only because he's on death to die. He didn't give that much sacrifice for him to raise some bunch of chickens. Are you know what I'm saying? No, that's what he sent Jesus to do. Are you know what I'm saying? He didn't send Jesus to die to pet some bunch of chicken-hearted people, some bunch of beggars and um, seekers. I get what I'm saying. I, I get it. Now, one of the problems we also have in the church today, we have what we call the seeker sensitive uh, church. They are just seeking for something. Amen. But now, Jesus did not tell us to seek. I get what I'm saying. Yes. He told us to ask, seek, and knock. I get it. Yes. But the, the church today has removed ask from the question. We have removed knock from the question. Do I need looking for seek? That's why when they come into a denomination, they seek for prophetic. Are they calling my name and my case and my problem? If the, if the pastor or the prophet there does not call the case, say, no, this is not the right case, I go. They come to another place, they seek for miracles. If I don't get the miracle I'm looking for yet, this is not the right place, I go. So you see, the seeking the 
mentality that we do have is not even the right secret mentality. Now, so Jesus said not the first word, ask. Ask. Ask is the word it has to be inquiring. This is not part of my teaching, but I'll just read you that and go to Chile. That's with the inquiry. Every person who has a relationship with God is a person who asks God questions. He makes inquiries. The problem we have a lot of Christians is that they don't ask nothing. So they don't they don't get nothing. You don't ask nothing, so they don't get any answer. And Jesus said, you, uh, he says, you ask not, so you receive not. So he says, then ask so that your joy may be what? Full. If you ask nothing, you receive nothing. Our work with God is a work that they will be full of inquiry. Lord, what will you have me to? Lord, what I say. There's something I always tell, do to God. I always ask him, God, what are you saying? God, what are you saying to me? God, why is this thing happening? God, why am I experiencing this? Now, that is what relationship is all about. Like, you understand what I'm saying? God did not give birth to us to, to be some bunch of robots and cyborgs. So he presses our remote and we go for He presses our remote and we go back for press our remote to go side. That is not what God created. No, 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 no. He created love beings, love creatures that can relate with him. And the basis of relationship is the first thing of asking. Now, if you want to get in relationship with somebody, the first thing is to ask, what is your name? Is that not so? You start off with inquiry. You can't just enter into relationship with assumption. Many relationships that fail, they fail because of too many assumptions. You don't enter relationship with assumption. You enter relationship with inquiry. What? Why? Very important questions. Like they say, he who knows how remains a subordinate, and he who knows why remains the boss. If you don't have to do the job, the person that knows why the job has to be done will keep employing you. That's the reason why the most important question to ask is not how, is why. That's why people ask, but how will you do it? They will never, most of the time, they will never get answers. Now, look at the story of uh, Mary and then Zachariah. The angel came to Zachariah and said, "You want to conceive and shall bear a child. And Zachariah said, eh, how can this be? See that I'm old, when my wife is old. And then I'm saying, no, that was, the how question was a question of impossibility and doubt. And then they said, this is your mouth, it will put trouble for you. Your mouth will cause trouble. So you will know. They don't take manifest. When he came to Mary, Mary said, How can this be? See that I know not a man. Her question was, from the human point of view, you have to have a man. Then she went for that to say, Be it unto me according to the world. Zachariah just stopped at how can this be? When I know my wife is old. Be it unto me was not his agenda. He had ruled off champion, yet he was serving God. Those are the kind of people who serve God without understanding that is a reward and object that you get to see him. But Mary said, okay, Peter, my angel said, now you are talking. Now, the, 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 when you ask how, you place a limitation on yourself and on God. Are you getting what I'm saying? How God is going to fill this church up, I don't know. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. And it is not my business. My own business is to pray and preach and evangelize. Yeah. 
And we need the direction that does not solve problems. We need the direction that complains about problems. As I complain about our government, complain about uh, our parents. See, uh, see, because my father did not take me to school, that's why I cannot succeed. My father abandoned me. See, my father was a bad father. My mother, my mother did not try at all. See, that my uncle, he has money, but he doesn't used to give anybody's money. We have a thousand and one complaints to make about a thousand and one people. That is how we don't ask why. The question is, okay, why did my father not take me to school? Why is that that kind of thing? That's okay. The reason why I don't take me to school is because it, it's not like he didn't want to take me to school, but there was a force that was preventing him from Then you cannot know how to tackle the force. Yeah. If not, the same devils that fought your father will so come and fight you. And I pray you be able to succeed in the battle. If not only why to to, to situations of life, the same devil that fought your father will fight you. And if you don't know the why, you will succeed. Are you not saying? So we, we as Christians today, we are we, we don't ask, we don't inquire. And that's why we are looking for prophet to prophet. All this prophet to prophet jumping gymnastics. Tell me, see for me, man of God, see how to prophet. Now they move from prophet, now they're not seers. They move from seers, we don't know what they're doing to maybe hearers. From hearers, we don't know what they're doing to, I don't know. You see, but this jump from, from prophet to prophet is not taking us anywhere. Why? Because it's creating a wrong seeking mentality. We are first made to be access. And when you ask first, God must answer you. It may not happen immediately. Most of us are not even patient to hear God answer. May not happen immediately, but you have to. If you hear, they will answer you. After asking, you're not going to see it because when you have asked and you have gotten an answer, you know what happened? You begin to seek from God's point of view. Yes. Not void, fix, fix it. Because what most people do at the time is fix speaking. I have a problem. I have a solution. I need to record. I need to record. You see, do you know the cause of your problem? You need to first and inquire from the Lord the cause of your problem before you know. Because before you go and enter the world and we tell you the cause, they like, the cause of problem is your mother. Your mother that took care of you and came back and took care of you, that is praying for you to succeed. You now tell you that your mother is the problem and you now stop talking to your mother. Or your wife is your problem, you now start talking to your wife. Or your brother is your problem, you now start talking to your brother, compounding your problem. That is why you must first start relaxing. Because when you ask and you hear God, even when somebody comes and tell you something that is contrary to what you hear, you will be able to pick it. You will not be seeking and you seek in the pages of scriptures. That's why you seek. You don't seek by moving from church to church, prophet to prophet, man of God to man of God, apostle. That's how you seek. When you have sought and you have found in scriptures, then what do you start doing? You start knocking. What do you do? How do you knock? You knock by enforcing. Enforcing. God, you said it. I believe it. And that settles it. No matter what I'm going through, it must happen. I enforce it in prayers, in faith. In when you enter to the realm of knocking, faith is as you speak. Yes. I know what happens. The next thing the door opens. That's what happens. But Christians are not ready to follow that process. And that's why that we have a lot of problems. Because we want to follow another process other than the process that Jesus gave to us. Are we together? And that's why we are teaching these things, the operations of the Holy Spirit in the process of sonship, in the stages of sonship. We need to understand what it means to be sons. The generation we live in does not understand sonship, we don't understand who we are, we don't know who we are. So when somebody comes and tells us who we are not, we are sending who blind and sinker. When somebody comes and tells us some nonsense, we are telling them, if you come, if you tell me I'm a man of God, it doesn't move me. It doesn't move you. I remember once I went to the market with some with, 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 with my mentees then, in my first city I took history. And as I was in the market, I was trying to make purchases. And I was the first there and he told me, You're a man of God. It's a new for that matter. 
And the woman was continuing talking, and I shut him up. Because we don't know where the spirit of divination is able to speak. Yes. I said to you, he said, is there a way to do four prophetic for? I shut him up and I continued my job. It's not the first that has done it. And it's not the first that I shut up. I know who I am, I don't need you to explain it to me. I'm a son of God, I know. I don't need you to tell me. I know my relationship with my father. And that's how you see Christians, uh, you are looking for somebody to tell you something about your past, your present, and future. You're looking for somebody to tell you. You're looking for somebody to tell you something about you. There's a problem somewhere. If it's called spiritual inferiority complex. Okay. So that's why we're teaching this the operations of the spirit of adoption in the stages of sonship. And when we get born again, we are born into the family of God by the Holy Spirit. We learned that last week. And the Holy Spirit is the one who gives birth to us in the family of God. I get what I'm saying. Now, by this birth, we are created as newborn babies. What the Bible says, even Corinthians 5 is 21, new creations. We are created as newborn babies. Otherwise, also known as new creations. We are created as newborn babies of God by this stage. Are you getting what I'm saying? This birth brings us into a stage of life called the newborn babe of God, or the new creation as a babe of God. There's a stage of baby who is also yes. the toddler, then you become um, um, okay. uh, adolescent, and then um, teenagers, teenagers uh, and then you become young adult. That you're not going to adopt. So now we are going to into the God, into the family of God as babes, babies, in new creation babies. That's the stage we go into. But when we are born in as babes, we are still what? We are still heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ and also sons of God by status. By new birth stage, we are what? Babies. But by status, we are what? Sons. So no matter the stage we are, at a particular point in time, amen, we all possess the same status. Whether you are just newly born, or you have been in the family for 10 years, or you are growing in the family, we all possess the same status. We are all what? Sons and heirs. So a newborn again Christian, and a Christian who has been in faith for 20 years, we are both sons. Are you going to say just like if your a father has five sons, the first son and the last son, what are they? They are all what? They are all sons. There's not because you are older, you are now more sonly or more of a son than the last son. You are all sons. Start um, stage may be different, age may be different, but status is the same. That is why every son has a right to his father's word inheritance. Are you getting me? Yeah. Why? Because he's a what? Son. That's why the prodigal son would ask for his own portion. Because if you are, the fact that I'm younger does not mean I'm not his son. Are you getting me? And we are all what? Children of God. So what do we have here? Newborn babies of God. Newborn babies of God. By new birth in stage. And then it makes us for sons and heirs of God. In what status? This means that by new birth, we are both newborn babies of God and sons and heirs of God. Are you seeing that? Now, so the physical illustration to portray this spiritual truth is when a baby is born, when a baby born is born as a first into a royal family, what that makes that? 
At the same time, he is a child, he is a baby. But at the same time, he is a son. And at the same time, he is also what? The heir apparent to the throne. Is that not so? That's how to explain it. It's the way it operates physically is the same way it operates what? Spiritually. And another scripture, the scripture of the is Romans 8 verse 17. It says, And if children then heirs of God and join heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. Holy Spirit brought out revelation into your world in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we are when we are born into the family of God, we are born as babies, but we have the status of what? Sons of God. And we have the status of what? Heirs of God. Now, but though we are sons and heirs, it doesn't mean we start automatically living as sons and heirs. We learned that in our previous teaching and we will continue learning that as we go on. But what is the most important thing is that we have our status. Our status cannot be changed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. It cannot be changed. Amen. Alright, look at second uh, let's begin to ask some questions. First question is who are newborn babies of God? Who are these people? Who are newborn babies of God? Who are they? Who are they? Second Peter 2 verse 2 makes us understand. It says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the world that ye may grow thereby. If you look at this one, it talks about some things you should put off. Some things you should put off. Malays and the rest. And then he says desire. He knows that babies have two tendencies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> babies have two tendencies. They could be very, 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 they, they will desire food a lot and they will be very troublesome. Is that not so? They cry, whether you are free, whether you, are, you understand they are, whether you are ready or not, they cry. They, they will trouble you whether you are ready or not. Are you not saying? But that's why Peter was saying, let's see, that's the second tendency of babies. <laughs> Try to put it off. And then do what? Just desire sincerely. Amen. Now, so who are babies of God? Now, the Greek word for newborn says, as newborn babies, desire sincerely for God. So, I'm going to be checking out the Greek word for newborn, and then check out the Greek word for baby babies. The Greek word for newborn is the word atigen, atigen, and atigen, atigen letos, atigen letos. And atigen letos means just born. Take a device as just born, also defines as newborn, and figuratively it means a young convert. A young convert. A young convert. See, this is one thing that most of us take for granted in the Christian faith. You see people that are young convert and we don't want to treat them like young converts. And even some of them don't treat themselves like young man. That's why we have a lot of challenges in the Christian faith. You see people who say they have come to church and they got born again, but they don't want to be taken as young converts. You see, today in church, we have more churchgoers than young converts who are accepted that they were young converts. And now, they have been in church for 20 years and they are calling young converts, you know. <laughs> because they are still behaving like young converts. Go on for something that you see them. You see them. Some, sometimes, even some of them, when I look at them, some of them is not going to me that physically, some of them that, that I know. When I see them, I appreciate this. I thought this person was actually. But actually, the person does not know that the person is still a young combat. Because they are signs to know a young combat. I don't want to go into that now. We learned, last week, we learned about how to know children. Yeah. I get what I'm saying. Now, I think I'll try to see how we can go into signs of knowing 
aimer bon pays. Amen. All right now, so it says in your command. Now that's new word. That word base is from the Greek word brevos. Brevos. And brevos means an unborn child, an embryo, a foetus. And it means a newborn child, an infant, a babe. In this context, we are using what? A newborn child. Are you know what I'm saying? Now so, a, a babe is a what? A newborn child. And then, um, a newborn is what? A newborn or a young convert. Praise the Lord for evermore. Now, so, um, newborn babes of God are one. Newborn children of God and infants of God or young converts in the family of God and in our faith. Newborn children of God or young converts. See, no matter how you do it, a young, a, a young convert is a young convert. Are you ready? Yes. A young convert is still what? You cannot treat a young combat like an old combat. No. Can you give a newborn baby for four hours to eat? Can you give a newborn baby yam to eat? Even if you mash it, you cannot sit it. The baby desires what? Milk. And one of the problems we have in, our, in the church just is that people are just new combat. And instead of them to start to grow as new combat, they are coming to old combat class. <laughs> Are you getting me? Are you coming to Google? And then when they come, they'll be confused. That is why they will carry scriptures and they will not jump the scriptures here and there. Pa, 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 pa. They scatter the scriptures, carry scriptures, then they will not become more confused than they were before they were born again. Number two is those who are to desire the sincere link of the world. Now, it's not everybody who is meant to desire the sincere link of the world. New babes are to deserve the sincere of the world. But the moment you have grown from new babes and you are still desiring the sincere there is a problem. It means that you have refused to grow. Or you are growing but refusing to, to grow. Are you know what I'm saying? When a child gets to three months, he can still stay on uh, breastfeeding. Six months, he can stay on baby friendly continuously. But by the time he starts getting to nine months, what is happening? The body begins to tell you that I need something to supplement this breast, or else mommy you die. The breast of me. I'll train you totally. I need more supplements. I desire more than what? Sincerely. That's why the Bible says those who have what? Who have come of age. And based on the, um, the use of what are gained mastery. Those who are not desired sincerely again. They are gaining that they are new ones. Strong need are for them. Who have come of age and by what the use of the word they have gained what mastery. As Christians grow from newborn babies, they should they will begin to desire more than sincerely. They start desiring what the strong meat of the world. But we live in a generation where we know that they don't want to desire strong meat. All they want is sincere milk. You know what they did for 12 years and they still desiring sincere milk. Sincere link. Baby friendly Christianity is the order of the day. God will bless you, God will bless you. It's baby friendly Christianity. Hungry birth Christianity is the order of the day. Open your mouth and now we feel it. It's not the call, it's the order of the day. It's hungry birth Christianity. Breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. Breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. Give me, give me, give me Christianity is baby Christianity. And 
mature you so you start starting for strong meat. Are you getting it? Yes. But if you have used sincere meat for nine months, for six months, self, without water, without any food, you are mature enough to start going for something else. In addition. Yes. And then you will get to a stage where you don't even need sincere meat again. You don't stay for strong meat. But today, we have a generation of Christians who say strong meat and will never get there. I will regret on sincerely for the rest of my life. Pastor will visit me. Somebody said, if I'm your member, you treat me like this. And the question is, are you my member? And if you're my member, you look like my members. <laughs> look at them now. They sit down for hours. They sit down for hours under the world at their age. They sit down for hours hearing the word at their age. If you remember, ah, strong beat will hit you serious. You will, I will blow to the strong beat. So pretend off you are not even my member. Because if you are actually my member, oh my God, you will have been crying by now. <laughs> I don't do baby friendly. I don't do baby sitting. I don't have to do it. I was not trained with the baby sitting Christianity. God trained me the hard way. Hard, hardcore way. So, there was a time in my life where I woke up in the morning and I prepared to eat. And the Lord would tell me, fast. Lord, what is this? He said, I told you, fast. I prepared to eat. The food is ready, entry the nose, fast. I walked away from the food. It got to the point, as a child, I loved food. I didn't like that. I loved food. But it got to a point in my life where, if you like, cook the whole heaven and earth. And once I say I'm fasting, there's nothing you put that will entice me. I was fasting at what they call it, impulse without schedule. And at the time I fasted six to twelve, the day begins by twelve, twelve to six p.m. from January every day till July. Strong beat. But now, newborn babes are those who what? Desire the sincere meek of the world. Now see, first we understand that newborn children of God, or babies, or infants of God, or young couples, they are what? New, they are people that are what? New, new children and infants of, uh, of God, or young couples in their family, and the family of God are in the faith. So like new babes, physically, they are new to the family of God, and they are what? Number one, fragile, and will be handled with utmost care. They are fragile and will be handling all the scale. You see, handling new babies is a very serious issue. It's not every information you give to them. I hear what I'm saying. Even some kind of, it's not the food you give to them. Even some Google, some, someone met me a while ago and I was talking and talking and talking and he asked me a particular question and I gave him an answer but I gave the answer anyway. And then, he now told me he wanted to study more and I gave him two a Bible materials to that use. I said, go and download it from the internet. There was one he couldn't get it. I said, okay, go get the uh, coin Greek and the Hebrew. And then I said, that's what I'll give you for now. Do you know why? Because I don't know him. Are you getting it? Yeah. I don't know his mental maturity. I don't know how his brain can manage it. Before I give him some stronger study materials, and he goes in wire. Because the ability to balance scriptures is one of the greatest challenges that the church has today. Yeah. So I just. Handle people frank with, with care. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Because a lot of them are very fragile, very fragile. Number two, they are ignorant, so they must, so we must say they must be patiently and gradually weaned in the word of God. Number one, they are fragile. Number two, they are what? Ignorant. So they must be patiently and gradually weaned in the word of God. You don't rush new combat. I know I, I remember I went for a new combat uh, uh, sorry, the, the foundation school, and on one day they finished foundation school. Saturday morning they started, and by level, I think on CCM they started, and by level, there are people that say, I was shocked, I was shocked, I was very shocked. I'm say, you finish foundation school. The first is the one, you preach, the name of the world, the one, 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 the They ask you some questions, you want sometimes you get confused. You get confused. When they ask you that, you get confused. You get confused. And that's what the church is lacking. We don't have a, a, a platform for winning young combats. They don't, want, they don't know who to ask that question. Someone will tell they ask that questions outside. I get what I'm saying. And then they get wrong and stupid answers. When we started initially, we were using Sundays. Well, this Sundays that we meet for question and answers. Was this Sunday or which of us are raising for questions? Sunday for questions and answers. I'll teach and then I'll sit down and begin to get questions and give answers. We're doing for them what young combats were meant to do, but these people they don't understand what we're doing. And some of them, they, they, they felt like they would, they would go to the other environment. But you know, probably you can go. But when you go, you now start eating fufu and light soup when you're still three months. Your system will scatter. You start eating yam. When you are still three months, your system with words scatter. And as I see a lot of Christians who, instead of them, the word, the Bible says it, the word did not profit them. Why? Because they did not want mix it with faith. Instead of the word profiting some people, the word is not profiting them. Why? Because number one, they don't they not even know what how faith comes. They don't even develop their faith. So they now receive the word in a heart that is not faith fetal. And that word, that heart now the word now becomes one and overload for the heart and it breaks the heart. Give a baby, yeah. Is it not food? Yeah, it's food. But the intestine is not developed for what? Digesting yam. Yeah. What happens? It destroys the system. And that's what is happening. So they are ignorant, so they want to patiently and gradually be. We need to the church of Jesus to go back to what? Patiently and gradually we need new converts. Even if they say they were in another church before and another generation before, and they came to the, to the generation you are pastoring, and they say they gave their life to Christ, they did the water call. They have to go through the winning process. They must be patiently weaned. Or else, you will quickly in, um, bring them into the system, and at the end of the day, they will give you a system problem. Why? Because some of them come with dogmas from somewhere else, and they don't understand the plainness of the world, and they come and complicate their lives for you. And you know you want to suffer it. And the, the, the next thing about them is that they are dependent. They are dependent, so they must be assisted. They are dependent, so they must be what? Assisted. See, children are dependent on their parents. When they need to pull, what do you do? You assist them. When they need to move, what do you do? You assist them. So you want, you want the patient to assist these ones. The problem we have is that some people just got born again. And we tell them, we say they did foundation school for two months and now they are now workers. How? How? 
and he said, it is better for John to go now. If John stays any further in that prison, because most likely he will not come out, he will get offended. What was John's problem? John's problem was that, why should I be in the prison? After preaching this, why should I be in the prison? That's why when, when Paul started preaching, he, he continued from where John stopped. When he goes to a new location, he doesn't look for the new, the prime hotel, they look for the prison. But where's the prison in this place? So that's going to be okay. Let me check it. The prison is fine, it's trying. Because he knows that as he goes to prison, every place is going to his prison. He has to, he has to continue the ministry of John. The prison ministry, he has to continue it. That's how he was saying. <laughs> he has to continue it. You know what I'm But John did not want to say prison. But Paul did that. Ah, this prison thing, there is an anointing. It was there, John's life, John's head was taken. I need to continue that anointing. And he said, Blessed is he not offended the Lord. The proof is it, John began to get offended. Why? Because there was no, it, it, the, the Lord just told him about Jesus. Jesus was his cousin. But now, a depth of revelation of Jesus, yeah. he had not had it. Yeah. Now, when the same prophet prophesied to me, or God said, If God can speak to you, yes, you may know a scripture, yes, but you need a revelation of the scripture. That's why John the beloved gave an understanding that John the Baptist know how. What understanding John 10 to the world? The things we have seen, our eyes have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the world of life. Like 
fact is not to come and teach them <laughs> what it means to be a new creation. Prayer, the word, and uh, what does it mean? Fasting, prayer, and then when you finish all those teaching, you now tell them you are now a you are now finished new combat class. Now you do baptism at class. Now what is baptism? Types of baptism. Why you should be baptized? How often should you be baptized? Who is to baptize you? Symbolic representation of baptism. Now you are feeling baptized. Now come and baptize. You are baptized. And you are now a baptized newcomer. Now go inside the church and you are now a member of the church. See that at the end be strong with that you are not. That's the problem we have here. They are meant to be trained in the world, to be skilled in the world. Trained and skilled in the world. Trained. Because at that point, I see them what? Flexible. Train them. Train them. Train them. Shape them. Shape them into what you want. Shape them into what you want. So that when they now get to a particular level, that shaping is already a part of their life. They cannot be reshaped again. As a man of God said, he said, look at you. You think you can go to grow up again? You'll be in his feet. <laughs> if you don't go grow up, when you are singing those body songs, you'll be singing praise and worship. You'll be praying in tongues. Train them so that you'll become a total misfit to the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And that's what we're having in the church. That's how we are having mixed multitude in church today. Because we just give them some plenty talks and say they are not members. We're not saying they are not members, they are members too. But then we should see how good we call training, new converse training school. When we keep training them for one year, we go on people, yes, you can be coming to the full church session, but we'll be training you for one year. What we talk about the church in China, the underground church in China, they train them to die. I'm not going to train them, they train them to be able to evangelize to their executors before they are executed. So when they start to learn to be recruited, they train them, see where you are going, it's your time to die now. But before the person cuts your head, before he shoots you, first preach Jesus. Because this way you preach fast, 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 fast. So that you can win the person fast, fast, and then you die. They don't train them that kind of training when they, when they have become motivated. No, 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 if you try that kind of training, you will be thinking of uh, prosperity, because that's what the uh, African church is all about. More money, more cars, more house, more bridge, more deliverance. I'm going against that. I agree. You don't train them when they become old men. You don't let the vision is dry. You train them when they are still in so that they can inculcate that into their system and they are prepared for it. Praise God, friend of God. Now, so next, babies are those who are, who are to desire the sincere look of the world. This means that they are to desire the sincere look of the world. They are not to be forced to take it. If you be a what? Desire. How do you know that somebody is a, a baby that is, that is newborn? They be every normal newborn baby. Immediately the child is born. After the child sleeps, what does he start doing? He starts doing for the yes. That's the first desire. So if you are born again, you may be born again, and you are not designed in make of God's then it's a fundamental problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a fundamental problem. And that problem must be addressed. When the child is born and the child is not designed milk, it's not designed for what do they do? They call the doctor's attention. Is that also? And there are many newborn again Christians that would have called the doctor's attention from them when they got born again, but they did not call attention from them. He says born again, but there's no seed, there's no he doesn't want to even come to this Bible study. He doesn't even want to study his Bible. He doesn't even want to even know it's about God. And he says he's just a newcomer. Please, he needs doctor's attention. 
And many of them started like that, and we're not getting their doctor's attention. That's why they became menaces in the church. Also, they are not to have the desire for insincere weak. Are you not saying? They are to have the desire for sincere weak, and they are not to have the desire for what? Insincere weak. If you give them insincere weak, what will they do? They will spit it out. Now, take a baby, a newborn baby. Give the baby milk that is not pressed because what does the baby do? It does not accept. Well, it takes time for you to even begin to give the baby other kind of milk. Why? Because there's a natural wiring. It knows the taste of what? Pressed milk. If that baby knows the taste of sincere milk, it's wired to know it. That's one of the signs that somebody is born again. The sign is that the person is wired to know the taste of sincere milk. That, the Bible says, um, four teachers are called, four problems are called, it says, test all spirits. See, you don't need to start saying, is this one right? No. If you are newborn indeed, there is a wiring for you in you. You will not eat sincere milk, you will not sincere milk. You know it. If somebody comes and starts preaching heresy, there's a wiring in me. My spirit will fight it. If my spirit, if I don't catch it fast, and I tell it to pastor, she catches it fast. I did not say, praise God for Hallelujah. When the word of God is rightly divided by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, it is called what? Sincere milk of the word. Second Holy Spirit, it's a study to show thyself approved unto God. It will man that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. When the word of God is rightly divided, it is consistent. You see, when you see people sit on that people that are teaching heresy, just go on to, they are not really born again. They are not born again. Are you understand what I'm saying? The proof of being born again is that you spit a winning sincere When people wrongly divide the word of truth, you spit it out. If the Holy Spirit actually gave it to you, he's in you now. He gave it to you, and you are the child of your father. So you'll be able to detect a spirit that is not of the Holy Spirit when he's speaking. You'll be able to detect when the Holy Spirit is speaking. That's it. A newborn baby knows the voice of his mother. Is that not so? Because why? The baby has been hearing the mother's voice in the womb. So when he comes and when the mother is speaking, you even notice that the baby begins to give sign. Push it towards that direction. And after some weeks, the baby begins to know the voice of the people around it, around him or her. Are you going to say? If it's a, the father, the mother, the baby begins to know the father, the brothers. So that when the stranger even comes into the room, the baby can go. Mm, baby, that's what the sign to, to show. Praise God. Now, when the word of God is wrongly divided by the oppressions, of the letter which kills and the lost, that is the belly of men, it is insincere weak of the world. So rightly divided is what? Sincere weak. Wrongly divided is what? Insincere weak. And how do you wrongly divide? When you divide based on your belly. Or by your what? By the letter. And the letter. By the letter. Second Corinthians 3, verse 6 is, Who also have made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. The letter is taking scriptures, hook, line, and sinker, without without the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Taking them like gnostics. Taking them just 
without the breath of the Holy Spirit and using them, you will kill yourself and kill people. You will kill. That, that's how many people are killing themselves and killing people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. And then, Philippians 3 verse 9 says, Whose end is destruction? Whose God is their belly? And whose glory is in their shame? Who mind their things? Their God is their belly, they preach from their belly. The reason why they are standing and preaching is because of the offering in your pocket, the money in your pocket. They have already calculated that what they are going to take out of here when they are preaching to you. They arrange it and they come and collect it. Somebody was telling me, say, when did this uh, guy go for itinerary, the pastor that is inviting them will tell them, okay, this is the amount we are going to, we are planning to make in this program. We want to make 10,000 dollars. So when you are going there, uh, you have to make 15,000. See, because the 10,000 is for the church, and the 5,000 on top is your own. So go up there and make 15,000. As the man is coming up, he's coming as a wild animal. All the anointing is wild, wild because he must make 15,000 minimum. His God is his what? Belly. For his belly purpose, he has wrongly divided the world. When somebody minds anything, I get what I'm saying, and because of his craving for anything, he mounts on the pulpit, he has used them, he has wrongly divided the world. I remember my spiritual father told me he went to meet his tailor once to sew uh, a suit for him there. And then he tailor, he paid the tailor the money and said, Okay, I'll give you. The balance, I don't have it now. And they were like, ah, what do you mean? Say, you pastors, you put make the money. And I say, how do you mean? He said, ah, look at that, you know. There's a pastor that came to sow how many suits at once. He said, the man just dropped the uh, deposit. And then he told him, so when am I getting the balance? He said, mm, okay, I'll be programmed this week. By next week, Monday, you get the You get the balance. <laughs> He was shocked because he couldn't believe it. So when a pastor is climbing the altar, the balance money for the suit is 50,000 naira. As he's climbing the altar, Pakata Pasha, 50,000 naira is coming out. By fire, by force, he's preaching out 50,000 naira from all the members. He's training them, siphoning them because he was completely on your suit. Remember when I was getting, when I was getting a new apartment, and I was talking about that with my, my landlady in our house, and I was like, ah, I'll tell her, my landlady, I'm like, ah, this money you are saying is too much, and then you're that, and I'm like, ah, it took this amount you're acting like, I can't raise myself. Is it not you, pastors? Eh, when you climb your time, you just do like this, just, just like this, like this, money will come, I say, ah, I'm like, it's not my kind of pastor. And I do that, I'm repeating to my family, a look for about three years, and she said, ah, and you came from a tree right here. They send you to come up and church, and you are agreed to the family and have opposite that. No, 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 She can't believe it. And we enjoy the revelation. They, they like when you prophesy and tell them your mother is your problem, your sister is your problem. Like I said, see, that is the kind of one I used to do. And I can never do it. No. So when they look at pastor, they say, if you could just want. So she's not the kind of thing to them, but that is not the thing I said. He said, that's what I'm to bring. He said, that's your mother. I said, I'm going to say, you pastor. Pastor, if you just go now and talk to your tattoo like this, do like this, before you do the money. I said, I'm not that kind of pastor. I do not wrongly divide the world. I don't preach 
for with, 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 a, with a mind of empty gains. I don't preach for my baby. My God is not my baby. My God is Yahweh. So when you see people who are doing this, they are, no matter the red man they claim to be releasing, when the, when the intentions are wrong, they are wrongly divided. Yeah. When a man stands on the altar and it is for his pride's sake he wants to give you revelation, he has not been divided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he wants to prove a point to you, he has wrongly divided. Even though what he said is in line with the exegesis, is in line with 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 with, with the original uh, writings, and every of his, uh, his his theology is balanced. But because his intention was wrong, he himself has wrongly divided, and then he has given you what. That's why the office of the teacher is a very dangerous and delicate one. Because you must be totally emptied of your baby. And you will be totally emptied of your desire for empty things, for you to rightly divide. It's the most dangerous one. I'm telling you, it's the most, it's the most dangerous. As your, as your push, your force. It's not like that those who are the teaching machine, their machines take long before it stabilizes. Why? Because in that period of time, God is removing your desire for what? Entities. And is removing them. And then God is emptying you of your belly. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that period is what he's doing. When he has totally emptied you of the desire for entities, and he has totally emptied you of the cravings for your belly, then you now discover that the people begin to receive your ministry. Your ministry begins to close up. And those things he has emptied you of, they begin to come. Yeah. That's like teaching ministry. Provided you have a power ministry, no problem, no more problem. You can carry these things and still go there and you see shine. But in this teaching ministry, it doesn't work there. It doesn't work. Because God will not risk the life of a sheep for you. So you will not be dividing them. No. My sheep know my voice. Other sheep of other houses, he wants to bring them. But some of them are still lost. But the sheep know his voice, so he will use a person who is his voice to speak to them. Until you become the voice of God, we said that. Not an oracle. The new creation is not an oracle, but it's the voice of God. It's God himself speaking. Until God takes you to that status where you become of his voice. He cannot sit his sheep on that. Else, you begin to fit them with his system, you can know them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So, what are the, let me see, what other characteristics of babies? Other characteristics of babies? Let's look at them quickly. He says, as they go to the design, of God so that he may grow thereby. Now, he started off with verse 1. Verse 1 makes us understand also that we are newborn babes. But it shows some negative tendencies that newborn babes have. Just the same way newborn babes desire sincerely so they can grow. They also have some tendencies that are very, you know, sometimes aggravating. Are you getting me? Yeah. And what are the tendencies that could be annoying? As newborn babes that we have. Verse 1 says, Therefore, laying aside all malice. Number one, tennis is what? Malice. Number two, and all guy. It is laying aside malice because you know that some people they assign some part of their malice 
and he calls the president of the country. Look, if the president, when he calls the country, this country, Nigeria, he cannot go forward. This country will not be better. This Ghana, forget that thing, Charlie. This Ghana will not be better. Nothing will go to this Ghana. See, Ghana, Ghana no go go. You, when, when 10 million people are causing it, how can the nation go forward? And the people that are trying to bless the nation, this, the voice of the causers is swallowing up. They bless us. So that's the problem. And the see Christians still practice the same thing. Still practice the same thing. This country cannot go forward. This country is doomed. This country will collapse. This country is a failed state. And you are born again. And you say you have been born again for 20 years. You are a new convert. You are not born again. Say this is my wife, and this is my wife, this is my wife, she's not, she not, see, you don't understand what I'm suffering. You see, see, Pastor, you can't understand. This woman is a witch. And you are calling her, you can't say whatever called her, that was what they did when they called her. You are calling her, which is reminder. She will manifest witchcraft for you. This is my husband. He's a demon. And you are calling him demon. He's reminding He will keep manifesting demonia, diamania, and different operations of demonia and demonic operations for you. This is your child, you're calling him a fool. He will keep being a fool. Even speaking, I'm many Christians fall pray for this. But you know that these are the tendencies of new combats. Some of them are still practicing as, as they are going with the amen to Jesus. Now, so this makes us understand that the adoption is a process which begins with new birth. Wherein babes in Christ are born into the family of God and it culminates into our maturity in Jesus, which is the operational sonship. Maturity in Christ is called operational sonship. We begin at new births and we culminate at what? Operational sonship. And operational sonship has no end. We keep growing in it till we leave this earth. John 3 verse 5 says, Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto you, except a man be born of water. Water there symbolizes the word. And of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. You see, born of water is the new thing is, is um, uh, uh, the Bible says, How can they hear if there be no if there be no preacher? And how can they preach if they are not sent? Born of the water is born by the preaching of the word. When the half man believes, when the man confession is made of salvation, when you hear the word, you receive it in your heart, you believe it, then you confess you are born again. But now, the born again process is two ways born of the water and born of the spirit is now what? The adoption process. Are you getting what I'm saying? Wherein he now adopts you into the family of God. You are now a full-fledged member as a new babe in the family of God. So you are born by the, by the word that came to you, either by a preacher or by whatever. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you are adopted by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit and the world work together. And that's what makes our 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 Status and our birth in the family of God unshakable. That's what makes our salvation eternal. That's what makes our salvation secure forever. Why? Because it's not just by the water, it's also by the word spirits. He says, if I say to yourself, you might be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So the gift of the spirit of adoption was the gift of the new birth. It was a gift for the new birth and a gift of the new birth. That is how we come into the 
Without the Holy Spirit, no man can be born again. I will let you know that. That's why before Jesus died, nobody was born again. New birth only began after Jesus died and resurrected. The Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit, is the gift of and for the new birth. Let's try to open our feet. We've learned something today, and uh, we're going to pray. I'm going to pray for the church because there's a lot of work to be done. Especially in this season when we are expecting the revival, we have to pray for the church. Because we have to get it right now. Are you getting me? Yes. We have to, if we don't get it right now, there will be a massive inflow, but we'll not be able to sustain the revival. One of the reasons why revivals are not being sustained over time is because they were not rightly discipled. They were not discipled, they were not trained. So the revival cannot be sustained. Revival is sustained by men. Revival is brought by the Holy Ghost, but it's sustained by what? Men. If men don't sustain it, it will fizzle away. And how do we get it sustained? It's by discipling this new convert well. Indoctrinating them, establishing them in the faith. So that wherever they go, they can reproduce themselves. That was what the first church did. But we missed it along the way. We have to go back to it. We are going to be praying for the church. Before we do that, I want to pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. You are here, you've not made Jesus your own person. You've not publicly confessed and you've not made said Jesus, I make my own personal savior. And you want to do that. You want to be born again. Please, can you say this prayer after we with your eyes closed? Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that over 2010, 20 years ago, you died for me. And you shed your blood on the cross to take away my sins. Jesus, today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I surrender my life to you. I choose you and you will know. Jesus, I choose to save you and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who has made this prayer. I thank you for accepting them in the beloved. And I thank you for the grace you have given them to serve and follow you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen, Amen to Jesus. Amen. Let's just pray for the children of Jesus. I'm going to be praying for the, the, the anointing for discipleship to rest upon the church. Where people will be discipled as they get saved. Disciple thoroughly as they get saved. Open your mouth and begin to pray for the church of Jesus. Pray for people online that want to receive Jesus. Sorry, that want to get healed in their body. The Lord just confirmed this one with a physical healing here. The pains disappeared. He's doing what he could not do before. Uh, the weakness is gone. He, he was just laughing. He couldn't believe what was happening to him. Amen to Jesus. That's the way Jesus was. In the name of Jesus, I cause sicknesses and diseases. I cause pains. I cause malfunctions and dysfunctions. I cause swellings. I cause inflammations. I cause every form of terminal diseases. I cause you to the root in the name of Jesus. I cause COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. I cause, I cause brain tumors. I cause heart enlargement. I cause hole in the heart. I decree enlarged heart shrink back to normal in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I command swellings dematerialize in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command decomposing bodies come back to normal in the name of Jesus. Amen. I decree healings in the name of Jesus. Amen. Those attacked spiritually, I decree the attacker is attacked now in the name of Jesus. 
Now, I mean, for that person, you are seeing the ulcers dry up, and you are seeing 
imagine the, the composure getting normal. Your leg, that, the, 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 the composed areas are becoming normal areas. Amen. And you are seeing your leg begin to come back to life. Thank you, Jesus. Freshness and blood is flowing normally there. That's it. It's happening now. It's happening now. And as you are feeling it, you are feeling your legs back again. Yes, in the name of your. For the person who your leg is being suspended by some metals, the power of God is running through your legs now. Amen. And the metals are falling off. Amen. You just hear the noise crack, 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 crack. You did, they just fell off. And as they fell off, and as the metals are falling off now, you are feeling your legs once again. Stand up and begin to use those legs. Use them now. Use them then. The legs are back to normal. The legs are back to normal. Everybody who they have booked you for an amputation, hearing the word of the Lord, the amputation is cancelled. 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 Those of you who have breast cancers and they say they will remove that breast, the cancer dies now in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's an anointing to stop the operation of amputations. That anointing flows through the airways now Amen. and stop everybody put for amputation in the name of Jesus. Amen. No amputations. Amen. Under His anointing. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe that you were blessed by this teaching. To listen to more teachings by Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna, please visit Grace Life Kami Podcast today. Send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. For more information about the ministry, kindly visit our website, ministry.org. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord.